This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hello, I'm Scott Sock. And I'm Evan Novi williams and this is the PGA Says No to Endeavor sports business podcast, The Sportacast. PGA says no to Endeavor. Sort of literal, right? You almost kind of read yeah, the headline of the after, story. After the mishap of the World Series last you week, you just wanted Scott, to make sure was, you knew what we were talking I was gonna about. Make sure that I said something that at least made uh, made some sort of. Logical you knew something sense. was happening, you know that was that was still great. I mean, it was it was perfectly on point, though. The fact that we didn't know who was playing. So exactly, exactly. Yes, yes. By the way, happy sports equinox as we record. Uh, yep. But that that almost sounded like like you've seen it too much on Twitter and I don't care. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. That's why I thought I'd bring it up to see if I could elicit the response that I was hoping to get. Yeah. And to not to offend certain people, I'm not going to embarrass. But you know, I'm going to bring up. I'm not going. I'm never using Big Four again. How's that? Mm. All right. Okay. Wow. You know, this, never, is a, this is a statement, a declaration from Scott. I will forget and I'll say Big Four in the future, but I don't want to use Big Four anymore. Because what, if you don't know what Sports Equinox is, it's, it's, this is the only day in 2023, by the way, that you'll have the NFL. You've got you know just Thursday or whatever, Monday Night Football. Yep. NBA, regular games. Mm-hmm. NHL, regular games. Um, you have the playoffs, the World Series and baseball. And you've got two playoff games in MLS. Yep. The, only, the only day of the year in 2023 that you will have all those in action. And what Great. are you going to watch? Which will you watch? Do you care? One's World Series, one's playoffs, and the others just race? <laughs> what are probably, you watching? Probably going to watch none. I may turn on some of the uh, Monday night football game, maybe. Yeah. What is it? It's Lions Raiders, I think. I don't, um, all I know, I don't know. You know what? I, as you know, I drove in the, I, a long drive home from the hockey tournament uh, in Dedham, Massachusetts over the weekend. And the rain yeah. yesterday, just a, you know, a crappy ride home. And everybody went to sleep early. They were tired. So I... Like, all right, let me see what the football game is. And I, I don't look ahead. Like, it's the, it was the Bears and the Chargers? Yikes. And it was 27 nothing. And it was a blowout right away. Yeah, when I got to it, it was 30 to 7 or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, there's on to something else. Luckily, I had the, uh, the Heritage Classic to keep me company for the rest of the night. Which wasn't yeah. all that exciting either. It was also not that exciting, but I did like the the uniforms. One of the things I do like. I about love these the pants. NHL, yeah, love yeah, the Oilers the, pants. The yeah. Oilers pants and the, and the mic'd up Evander yeah. Kane was great. Did you hear the Evander Kane? I did. Yeah. Who's and, gonna do what? Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna do anything about? <laughs> Who's this? gonna do yeah. anything about it? Yeah, I loved <laughs> yeah. it. That was that was some good stuff. I've I've always contended in youth hockey, NHL, whatever. 
that miking up in that sport is going to be better than anything else. Yeah. There is so much talking going on so on the ice talk, and yeah. the bench and the referees. Like even when my son plays, like we're finished, I'm like, what were you saying? To, like he's laughing. I'm like, what were you saying to the referee in between periods? Like what what's going on there? And oh, we were just you know. Great stuff. That that is how fans want to watch the game these days. Bring me closer. I want to exactly. be closer. And hearing exactly. what's going on brings me closer. I imagine there's some heavy editing that goes into the uh, the clips that they choose to show you, the fan, yeah. as opposed to what they are getting in the in the raw form. When yeah, they, big uh, delay when they get that stuff. Yeah, yeah when sure. I worked at WFAN, yeah, there was a huge you know the, the delay button. Always had to work on the delay button, of course, and, and then of the course. kill the silence button, but. For sure. Anyway, so your lead was what? You said PGA says no to Endeavor. Your scoop, uh, as we all know, that uh, the PGA and the, live, and the Live merger were a little rocky. Other people inserting themselves into the process to see if they can invest in the PGA. Um, Endeavor was one of them, and Endeavor is first out saying they're not interested in what we have to offer. Why don't you fill in the blanks and the particulars? Yeah, I spoke with Mark Shapiro, the, the president and COO of Endeavor uh, on Friday, uh, and he walked me through uh, from their perspective exactly how, how this all went down for, for Endeavor. And there's a few interesting things here, I'll say. One, uh, the investment that, that, that Ari Emanuel had talked about before, that their bid for, to invest in the PGA Tour was happening through TKO, which is the new combined entity that holds UFC and WWE. The publicly traded entity. Publicly traded entity. Endeavor controls that. It has a majority stake in TKO. Mark Shapiro is the president and COO of, of TKO as Interesting well. Interesting to say, by the way, Ari saying he'll look at strategic options. Because they Endeavor has long contended that Wall Street does not value the yeah. business the same, at, at least... Um, in the eyes of Ari Emanuel, as, as highly as the, what they do inside. They, ex- exactly. So they're uh, looking for ways to drive stock price. And they said, well, we'll look at strategic initiatives. But they made clear that TKO was not going to be not, part of that. Was not part of that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they have also, I think, from the beginning made it clear that, that TKO maybe was not going to stop at just yeah. these two entertainment slash fight uh, combat sports properties. I think they do see a, maybe a vision in which it is slightly bigger uh, and, and investing into the commercial assets of, of the PGA would have been uh, the first step into, into expanding that. Uh, so, so they were looking to make that deal through TKO. Um, but the broader pitch that they made the PGA, which the PGA tour made it clear to endeavor they were not interested in <laughs> was it was a strategic partnership that also saw the PGA tour paying endeavor for a lot of the, the, the golf and asset commercial asset services some of which they're already doing so they are doing a lot of sponsorship selling for the pga tour they're operating a, a, a few events including the honda classic um there, there's all parts of the endeavor ecosystem whether that's img whether that's 160 over 90 their marketing whether that's parts on the agency side there's a lot of things that endeavor does uh for for the pga tour and endeavor was looking to lock in a longer term relationship that encompassed all those things a strategic uh, partnership in that end one that was going to pay endeavor around 25 million dollars a year um so that was the pitch it was do this bigger deal with us pay us 25 million dollars a year in return for that, we will invest, uh, we'll buy up about 10%, I think is the number that Mark said, no more than 10% of the PGA Tour's commercial assets. 
And uh, from what Mark said, uh, and, and and from what I heard later on from other folks in this process, uh, the PGA Tour made it clear that that was uh, that that was not uh, on the table for them. Thank you for your offer. Would you like to raise your bid? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it, PGA Tour is definitely still talking to other people. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know exactly what the valuation was in terms of the in the investment that that Endeavor was offering, uh, but it is very clear that the PGA Tour is talking to a lot of partners, in addition uh, potential partners, in addition to pursue. Doing this merger with Live Golf and the, and the European Tour, which I know there's a deadline by the end of the year. I've seen reporting that says they're gonna they're not gonna get a deal done before that deadline. I'm sure that the, what's happened in the Middle East in the past month has made the, the complications with uh, Live backed or Saudi backed Live Golf and also the the PIF, um, the, the the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, a bit more complicated. There's so many different things happening here, but I think the bigger topic is that the the, the layout of the of the Live PGA European Tour merger that was released in June. I do think there are a, a, a number of people involved in that that are, are at least exploring other possibilities, something that is maybe not exactly what uh, those three groups laid out when, when they did say back in June that they were merging. Yeah, when we talk about sort of what people want these days and what stadiums are all about and the experience, or it's about premium. Yep. And P- PGA across the board is about premium. So I'm not surprised that there's a uh, a bevy of interest in seeing how folks can be involved. And I'm not surprised that uh, the offer you just laid out from Endeavor was rejected and they will continue discussions with others. None of that surprises me. One of the things that I do want to highlight from that, from the announcement in June, said that 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 PIF PIF, which is the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, would be the sole backer, yeah. the only people putting capital into this new combined commercial venture of of these three golf tours. And if the PGA Tour is talking to Endeavor or is talking to anyone else about potentially investing money, even if it's just in itself. Um, it becomes pretty clear that they are at least exploring some sort of a setup that does not have PIF being the sole financial backer of all three of these uh, of these groups. So definitely something to keep an eye on. We we know there Fenway Sports was I believe Bloomberg reported that a, a few months ago um, potentially interested in in maybe putting some money into into the PGA Tour. There's definitely some others as well. I'm fascinated to see where this all where this all nets out because the announcement of this merger felt very hasty. From the moment it happened, it was light on some details, and we are Scott. We're we're four or five months later, um, and, and those things are still being negotiated. Hasty uh, and light on details. How about non-existent <laughs> details? Yeah, I mean, fair. There's yeah. your understatement of the day. And by the way, how about the Sashnik value add that I didn't bring back? And I and I feel terrible that we weren't first to write this. And uh, don't you think I didn't wag my finger at some people? Uh, but remember when I told you when we were talking NWSL valuations that I had heard a prominent athlete was going to be next in? Yeah, did yeah. you happen to see that I Grant did. Hill and <laughs> White Tamiya? That. Uh, yeah. That's who I was talking about, I ladies and gentlemen. Grant and Tamiya were uh, looking at Orlando MLS and NWSL. So uh, at least that one came to fruition and shame on me for not actually converting on it, um, I feel terrible. But at least, you know, maybe I need to give better clues next time so so everybody knows. Yes, I should have won this one. (laughs) Like I said, people are being scolded as we speak. This is uh, this is not okay with me, as you know. This this will sit with me for how long? Mm, Until the next one. Until the next one. Yeah, three weeks or so. (laughs) Yeah, this will bother me. Something will happen. I'll be like, oh come on, this should have whatever. Anyway, that 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 bothers me. You know, but that one I did see coming. 
Yeah. You know what I did not see coming? I do know what you did not see coming. Oh, tell me what I did not see coming. Was it Skims? Skims. I did not see, <laughs> I did not see a photo of Adam Silver and Kim Kardashian with Skims being the official underwear of the NBA, WNBA, and USA basketball. I did yeah. not see that coming. And it is a joy. It is an absolute sports business joy to open your email on Monday morning and see Adam and Kim Kardashian with this announcement and say, I did not see this coming. Skims is becoming the official underwear partner of the W, of the NBA, and also USA that's Basketball. Said. That's what I just yep. said. Yeah, yeah, I want transitioning <laughs> into it. Confirming what I just said? <laughs> Sheesh, people are going to think um, you're killing time or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got me sidetracked here, Scott. Um, yeah, this is, uh, it's fascinating. One of the first things I thought was uh, oftentimes when, when Nike has deals with leagues, especially women's leagues, sports bras are part of that. And and as a result, it gives Nike the, the right to underwear categories. Um, this is an interesting one to me because I'm kind of surprised. And I don't know if in the background, some some rights were, were cleaved off to make this a possibility. But but I would think that in the past, uh, there are big sportswear companies that would have felt like they already had underwear rights in, in some degree. This is degrees. a Brett Yormark special. This is, he'll Maybe, explain, yeah, this he'll this explain for the half <laughs> yeah. an hour why this is not exactly. underwear, the underwear category. I, exactly. So so I think in, in, in that regard, it's interesting. Secondly, um, th- this is a, it, it, the, the overlap, obviously, of, 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 of fans, of, of athletes that, that use skims um, in, in the NBA and WNBA circles, I imagine, is, is very large. I have been shocked by how popular skims is. Scott, skims raised money at a $4 billion valuation yeah. recently. Yeah. That's I mean, Under Armour's market cap is under three billion at this point. I think, like, just to give you a sense of of the, and that's publicly traded versus private. Whatever I get it. But the good old fashioned thigh wrap. Remember? I mean, this is what <laughs> this is the good old fashioned thigh wrap. I used to wear that. You know? Yeah, sh- shapewear is in here. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it wasn't. It was not for shaping. Yeah. It was for, I don't know, why did I wear that? I don't know why I wore those. But Chafing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, like in soccer, when you slid, you didn't want to get, you know, cut up or whatever. So that, Yeah, you know, sure. That, Some of the sliding that, that was good. The, the, yeah. yeah. So I, don't know, I just had the good, I remember the good old-fashioned thigh wrap, and I feel it's like the same thing, just not for looks. And, and we talk often on this show about what having certain celebrity athletes as part of your partnership, as part of, part of your commercial assets, what that does – Kim Kardashian has, has has a bigger platform than almost any athlete in in the country or the world. Um, if you're the NBA, I certainly understand the the desire to have Kim Kardashian appearing sure. next to NBA marks at NBA events, doing X or Y, standing next to Adam Silver. Um, for for all the reasons that we talk about the the, so, the tremendous social influence that athletes have, um, almost all of them pale in comparison to to the to, to the influence that Kim Kardashian has. Yeah, I mean, just again, things you don't see coming, and to see that picture in the morning, I was like, "Oh, look at this!" Enough debate, by the way, because the the official news release did not say that the NBA was getting equity, yeah, in the company. Yet we've seen that out there. I asked the NBA; I have not heard back. Yet, yeah, yeah, I'm. Um, cur- I mean, I'm not sure why would Skims have to give out equity. I know it's the NBA, and you like the partnership, but I'm not sure. Like we talk about, there are upstart companies that will gladly give out equity um, to have the NFL, the NBA involved. Skim's an established brand, raised it $4 billion, as you said. I just, yeah. I'm trying to think, why would they give up equity? Um, I don't know. But, so. Yeah, I can see why the NBA and W might want it. <laughs> that, yeah, that, for that sure. I can, that I understand. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I, this, is, this is the good part about I don't think my wife listens to the show. 
So, so I, I think, you know, I can say then, um, I think I've seen a skim or two around the house. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I think yeah, they're, yeah, so they're in most houses. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can say, you know, I, I, I can guess that they've been around the house, but uh, she will not hear me saying this. Um, so anyway, big wink for skims. Uh, I, how about Morgan Stanley and its mm. estimate on YouTube and Sunday ticket? This one, uh, another thing, I, I, I didn't think they were making money, but the numbers here, and of course in the bigger sort of, you know, alphabet Google world, it's like whatever. <laughs> but yeah. according to Morgan Stanley, like this year, YouTube will lose $1.3 billion on the Sunday ticket deal. Um, they, Morgan Stanley says they're in line to lose almost $9 billion between now and 2029. I don't want to take all the numbers in the story, but I'll take one more and let you take it from there. Uh, they have one, one and a half million subscribers at ballpark price, 349 to 490 that's five hundred and seventy million in revenue this season. Yeah. Do the math with what you're paying. Uh, all that that's some serious losses if, for anybody. It, yeah, it, it's it, it it's a loss leader, right? It's it's going to have to be. And I I would believe that that Google, which owns YouTube, understood that that was going to be the case at least at the beginning. I think one of the things that that stuck out to me about this is that Morgan Stanley projects that this is a loser. Every year of the seven years of this partnership, all the way through 2029, even um, with projected doubling, of even with the subscriber the base, and and yeah, we should say the caveat here is that we don't, we obviously don't know what YouTube TV's subscription base looks like or what what Sunday Tickets does in four years. So there's I can a chance tell you that young, this, young, the youngest Soshnik loves his YouTube TV. That I can the, tell you. Okay, yeah. So there's a there's a good chance that 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 in a couple of years that all of this calculation you know get gets revised upwards or downwards depending on what we know now. Um, in the grand scheme, Google's doing fine, right? It's it's going to make three hundred billion dollars this year or something like that in 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 revenue or in in profit. Sorry, in in sorry, in total revenue, three hundred billion dollars. Um, yeah, this is this is a blip on the radar. Um, but I, I think that the, the the way you have to think about all of these rights when when a company like Amazon or a company like Google slash YouTube buys them is 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 how are they benefiting it from it in other parts of the balance sheet, right? Morgan Stanley, I think, is looking at this fairly narrowly on the YouTube TV, particularly around the subscriber revenue versus cost, exactly. Um, And I think the the challenge and what these companies are, are, to be put put frank, very good at is finding ways to kind of squeeze money out of – other parts of the business, right? They're, they're, it's, it's the ultimate flywheel. So I think that's the big question. I know that some Google execs have said that they expect this thing to be profitable. I don't know if they're defining that differently than the way that Morgan Stanley is. But yeah, I, think I hope. Big... I, I really hope they're defining profitable the same way. If not, our accounting uh, discussion. Well, again, I think serious. it's a question of <laughs> is that profitable in terms of sub- subscribers versus cost, or is that profitable of all the different ancillary ways in which having these rights is driving money to to Google or to YouTube, and 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 then thinking about profitability that way. Do you um, think the terminology in business is is sort of like an intentional obfuscation? Yeah, hundred percent. It's just like legal. Yeah, I, th- I think that is true. And, and I think it's true in ratings also, right? I think there's just always, you know, you use EBITDA when, when you want to, you use profit when you want to. I think it's, I think there is always a way in which to try to frame things that make, can make things look good or make things look bad, depending on what your, what your actual motive is. Someone for sure. Me years ago, I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Krupy because I didn't know, I just know years and years ago, someone said, don't always read the ratings release from the bottom up because the news they don't want you to see is in the last paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read it from the bottom up because they're, they'll, you know, they will, they're not lying, but they, there can be a, an, awful, uh, an awful restrictive definition of, 
you know, record Wednesday on turf with the lights on at Wrigley kind of deal um, to make a, a number look better than it is. So Totally. Yeah, start at the bottom. And I mean, back to YouTube, I, I just, I'm still struggling. I don't know what really the world would look like, although we're going back to the canary in the coal mine of, of Amazon and Thursday Night Football, where certainly the eyeballs are, are streaming. Are we going to see a full-fledged takeover of streaming in the next decade? That's that's the question. Like how the NBA will have a carve out, an exclusive streaming carve out, but how fast? What's the acceleration? Um, you've got companies giving out little antennas, or teams giving out little yeah, antennas. The, the Suns, the yeah. Suns to watch. Um, how fast will the adoption go? Full fledged streaming. What will the ESPN future be like? Who are they going to partner with for distribution? Yeah, these are these are all things we don't know. But it's, there, it's a there race was to a- find out. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned reading the releases from the bottom up. I, if you read Anthony Krupe's story on YouTube from the bottom up, I don't know if you read the last line, but it's also fascinating. Um, Comcast said last week that Amazon's weekly NFL games yeah, account for 25% of the operator's broadband traffic on Thursday, on Thursday. nights in the fall. How about that, me that, reading that it and knowing is, what you're talking about? That yeah. is crazy. And, 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 and if you think about that in the context of the fight that Comcast just had with ESPN, right, about how much it wants on it, the, 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 the fees that, that were being passed along to consumers and, and how Comcast is also, as a broadband provider, seeing its future not as much in, in, in cable but in, in, in internet providing right the, the, as the long as they are the pipe to your house they 100%, are 100 yeah. percent and 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 the fact that 25 percent of their thursday night broadband traffic in the fall is for people streaming nfl games i think shows that in some ways some of that future is already in in real scale and real volume hitting companies like comcast already all right obviously amazon we talk about those other ways of monetization amazon can hit me with e-com better than almost anybody else or fanatics you know yeah uh, please help me and tell me what is Google doing besides advertising? Where, where do those other? You said how else can they look at it at other parts of the company? How else is Google going to monetize showing this? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, Google obviously has a has a whole has a wide portfolio. Also, even if it is just in terms of affiliate fees or driving traffic to different places, um, I could see. I mean, Google's the, the advertising is the big bulk of what they're getting, um, but a lot of that is not. It's not advertising on streaming games, right? It's advertising that they get through click-throughs when you Google search for something. Um, so if Google can use, and I have not watched I have not watched Sunday Ticket or, or I, I, I don't think I've ever used YouTube TV. You've but never you, used YouTube TV? I've done something in streaming uh, yeah, that you I, have not done? I don't know. I've got a Fire Stick at home and that's that's how I do most of my uh, most of my media consumption. Um, but if, if, if Google can, can do or YouTube can do an effective job of integrating the ways in which it collects affiliate fees from um, during those broadcasts. Yeah, I could see there being a a lot of other ways in which um, having Sunday Ticket is driving traffic to other parts of of Google's empire that also make it money when people click on things, when people choose to buy things, when people search for things. Um, That would be one. I mean, again, there's depending on how you 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 buy and 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 get your jerseys for example right depending on how you search what you click on um i do think there's a decent chance that google is sharing in a tiny bit of revenue from some of those purchases you're making just by virtue of what you did to get to that site um so again i, I th- these are things that i would love to hear from someone who is closer to the whole google uh empire about but yeah i could see a world in which there's there are ways that are not included in this morgan stanley research that do highlight 
um, many of the different ways that Google can make money off of having NFL games. There are occasional times, as listeners of the show know, where you're saying really smart things, but you said something early on and my mind drifts. <laughs> so I don't know what you just said, but I'm okay. going to bring it up was, my... It was brilliant. Yeah, I'm sure it was, it was but yeah. I'm going to bring up my own little thing because you, you said the word empire, and I don't know why, what you were talking about when you said empire. Okay. But I don't know why. I It, it brought to me empire... And then I got to thinking about Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment because Eric Jackson just wrote sort of a, a really good mm. opus on the first 100 days. Really of good, yeah. Josh Harris's takeover of the Commanders, right? And you sort of got a glimpse into the strategy of this integration of all the properties there. And we know they're global, you know, um, whether it's inside HBSE or outside, it's still Josh-related and Bolt-related for David Blitzer. Um so if I'm looking at HBSE, and there's big components of football team, like let's, let's, not, let's not brush off what it means to have an NFL team in the nation's capital, right? Yeah. When you're talking to sponsors and partners and, and everybody else, um, you're selling the NFL, and now you can also sell the NBA and the NHL, and you've got a new building, and when Taylor Swift goes to Washington, D.C., uh, she's going to want to play the new building, and they, they, they have all that in place. Um, so if I see... If rate the empire, if you will, for now, right? Because I, I'm looking rate my at sports empire. Yeah, well, platform company sports empire. You, like you've got HBSC, and we're talking the predominant ones right now. You've yeah. got HBSC. You've got Cronky. Yeah. You've got Fenway. You've got Haslam. Are we are we putting Todd Bowley in here with sort of the acquisition? What, what he different. possesses? Yeah. It's a little All right. So. Here. Rate the split. We have monumental. We have monumental. Monumental. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Can we do yeah. these? Can we do the uh, Twitter poll? You want to do this? Rate. <laughs> can you do this for me and rate what, the what empire? Are we, what, are we, what are we rating on? What are we evaluating on? Just sort of at the end of the day. Well, I, I would say scale, influence. Yeah. At the end of the day, because let's say Fenway, we know wants an NBA team in Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay, that would be pretty big and influential, right? But it's going to be. It won't be the building because that. Maybe they'd be a part owner, but we know Tim Lywicki is looking to do that building. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see the Haslam's do something else in sports. Wouldn't be shocked to soon. see the Haslam's, yeah. yeah, doing more in sports, and they have the NFL as well. I, I mean, is is the simple by simple nature of having the NFL team? Do you go to the top? It has to be, yeah, really. I, I so think, I think if you so don't have jo- an NFL HBSC, team, Josh, whatever over over Fenway right now. And, and over monumental, I think. I think it has to. Yeah, because yeah, Kroenke's got the football the team. Haslam's yeah. got the football team. Yeah. All right. And see, now, now this HBSC is a re- slash Harris slash Blitzer has football as well. Yeah, yeah. This is see now. This is the fun stuff we do in the office that just makes its way to the podcast. Like this is the thing we will talk about for an hour now. Yeah. Debating what do, what's available, what might be available, what's the target, and, what might they go after? And look, if Fenway wanted to say that the 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 long term tale of European soccer and Liverpool yeah. outstrips the NFL, like I think that's a totally great argument too, right? That well, then you want to be cronky because you've got both. A hundred percent, yeah, and and uh, yeah, and Josh has that, both too. Palace. Uh, yeah, I think I, I would argue that Palace is in a very different realm of well, of yes. European soccer of, than Liverpool. Than Liverpool, or I get it. Yeah, yeah. they're walking um, alone. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Uh, yes, I think the. I, I mean, I, to, to me, yeah. If you're looking certainly at valuation standpoint, I think the the Kroenke world and and the Fenway just. I think that you're going to see Kroenke as the highest just because he has a foot in both of these two mega leagues. Um, but but the yeah the debate about and the real estate yeah. in L.A. 
like five billion dollar stadium doesn't doesn't hurt either. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's we are increasingly seeing you and I have talked about this before that the 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 super owner right. It seems like more and more when when big sports assets are up for sale, the people who are in the mix looking to buy them are increasingly people that have huge sports assets already. There's there's a, there's a big flywheel there. The, the people who are invested in this industry uh, are very bullish on it. Uh, as a result, um, I, I think there's a lot of reasons, but we're entering this era, I think, of the super owner, where more and more of these new buyers, new quote unquote, quote unquote are going to be people who are also old buyers in other parts of uh, other parts of professional sports. One for one, and you have to give me an answer. Which would you rather have? Brand new stadium in Washington D.C. and my guess is it's going to be the RFK site okay. or that beautiful stadium, SoFi, in L.A. Uh, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> uh, I think I would rather L.A. Going L.A. Yeah, okay. I, the fact that the NFL's West Coast offices are literally on the premises of yeah. that of that venue and so many – the Olympics are going to be there. They're, they're hosting college football playoff game. There, there's so much. I think L.A. is a better maybe city. Maybe not the World Cup final. Yeah, okay. Maybe not the World Cup final, <laughs> but I think L.A. is a better city for hosting major, major okay. events than D.C. is. So I think that's my answer, but um, – yeah, I'm, I'm sure that whatever it is that the Harris Group eventually gets done or wants to get done there is going to be a, a cash register as well. And I shouldn't say this because I don't want the idea to go out there, but I don't care. If we, don't, if we get beat, shame on us. But I, I've talked to our editors. I definitely want a story on the, the billionaire battle royale. In, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. I, I, that's where I thought you were going to ask me Brian, about Brian the, about Roberts the DC or the and arena. Comcast, yeah. which has Wells Fargo Center, of course. That's where yeah. the Sixers are a tenant. You've got Josh and Blitz looking to build a new thing. I mean, it's just like this open lobbying. It's 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 just head to head this billionaire real estate battle in Philadelphia, which I find to be a fascinating story. And we haven't written it yet. Shame on us. So I'm, we're going to get that done. But that's that's a battle of titans right there. This is this just, is good stuff. Just within the Harris sports world, to have two huge stadium slash arena projects yep. that are are they going to get done? Where are they going to happen? What is the legal and political goodwill or hurdles that you need to clear or achieve to get them done? Uh, to have to be doing those simultaneously um, is, is challenge enough. Let alone running four or five other sports teams and, and, and everything else that they're doing. Hey, if you're going to justify the $6 billion purchase price of the commanders, you know, you, you got to get the new stadium. You've got to ratchet up your, your margins and bring That's in right. all these, you know, big level partners across your platform. So yeah, got to do it. All right. Close the show. It, my friend. Exactly. All right. He is Scott Soshnick on Twitter at Soshnick. I am Eben Novi Williams on Twitter at Novi underscore Williams. Sportacast is produced by Aaron Greenewald. Thank you to Aaron. Sportico's digital media editor, Cora Veltman, would like you to know that you can follow the show at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportico Media Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.